I don't know about you, but cooking is not my forte. But with Hello Feces, they've made it easy. Get back the time that you spend meal planning, shopping, and chopping, and sign up for Hello Feces to experience the most convenient meal delivery system ever invented. With Hello Feces, you don't have to wait for the mail. With our patented delivery system, all you have to do is open wide and receive deliveries throughout the day. So don't wait. Go to humancentipede.com and use code HMT at checkout to receive your free 100% medically accurate diet assessment. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. releases always get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good hey everybody it's me bryce hansen your host along with david day we're experts experts at spookology yes yeah and, uh, you know, uh, okay. So today we got a very special episode. Uh, we're going to cover the human centipede two second sequence. Oh no. Wait, what? <laughs> I, I watched the first one. Oh shit. Oh, I God. thought I was very clear. <laughs> uh, In retrospect, there's a lot of things we could have done different. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today is going to be a seminal episode. The human centipede is one of my favorite movies and uh, so to be clear this yes yeah, so it'll centipede. be the first one we're, okay. we're covering human centipede one sorry i was <laughs> i was joking um so well we'll get into the story about why we're covering it today but before we get into it um i want to tell you about our awesome community because it's the best horror movie community on the internet yeah and if you uh, go to our facebook group you'll find out why um Go to our website, horrormovietalk.com, and then you'll there there you will find links to all our past episodes and all the things us, um, and especially our listener survey. We want to hear from you what you like and dislike about the show so we can improve it. So all through the end of 2021, we're going to be asking you to fill out the listener survey until we get to 100. I think we're about like 20 away. We oh, got wow. a, We got a ton early on, and then now they're just kind of trickling. So please, if you haven't done so already, go to HorrorMovieTalk.com and click on the button for the listener survey. Yeah, we want to make it. the show more of what you want to hear, and that'll help us do that. And it only takes like five minutes to fill out. Yeah, it's a really quick review. So or, uh, um, also... We should talk about our second Saturday watch parties. Every second Saturday, that's going to be today, too. <laughs> hey, we could do I know what we can watch. <laughs> I know what we can watch. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you can, you can join us by, uh, downloading streamlounge.io, um, and follow along with us. Also, we got a Twitch channel. We got social media. Uh, the important thing is that we post this podcast every Wednesday. And uh, you should subscribe and leave a rating. 
on Apple Podcasts. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. And uh, you may hear yourself on Horror Movie Talk. Yeah, this has been a long, this human centipede, it's been a long time coming. Uh, There's been a lot of build up, so to speak, Mm -hmm. uh, and people have been just wanting to torture me. We've been really backed up with (laughs) episodes, just like really impacted, impacted. Yeah. And Um, we're trying to trying to let it all out. Yeah. Um, So here we're here. Here we go. We'll start out by giving a brief review on our score for the movie. We score on a scale of one to ten. One being one and ten being ten. After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Later on, we're going to be playing a new game called uh, Head Middle Ass. Okay. <laughs> I'll explain that once we get to it. Um, so, yeah, Human Centipede. This is on my top ten horror movies that I love. And this is like an outlier because this stands on its own. Like, this is really stands its, on its own, own two legs. Much like David S. Pumpkins, it's its own thing. Um, <laughs> what? You don't, you haven't seen the SNL skit? David Pumpkins? Uh, no. Tom Hanks? No. I thought I showed it to you. Yeah, maybe you did. I don't okay. know. <laughs> what's up with David? What's up with David, David Pumpkins, though? I'm my own thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, the human centipede can be found. Where did we find it? We we just rented it on Amazon. Yeah, right? we rented it on Amazon. I don't think it's available anywhere right now for streaming. Um, yeah, the human centipede is about a centipede made out of humans. I mean, it's right there in the title. I don't I don't think it needs spoilers. Um, a mad German surgeon whose specialty is separation of Siamese twins decides to go in a kind of different direction when he kidnaps a couple of american tourists who show up at his door um like i said this movie exists in a world of its own and i think roger ebert said it best at the end of his review of human centipede when he said i am required to award stars to movie movies i review this time i refuse to do it the star rating system is unsuited to this film is the movie good is it bad does it matter? Uh, it is what it is, and it occupies a world where the stars don't shine. <laughs> it's the only. Wow, well said. It's the only movie review that he didn't rate with Weird. the star rating. What, how, was he favorable to it? Um, I mean, I. It's hard to say. He was kind of in awe of it. Kind of, yeah. But also, like... Shell-shocked. Yeah, just like, okay. Shit-shocked. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you agree that's kind of... Do do you... I don't know. I feel like that's true. It's like, this Ah. is not... It shouldn't be compared to other films, necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely exists. It's a post-internet movie. Mm -hmm. You know, it exists in a perverse universe where... um, you know, children are being sold online, you know, and, and we know about it, mm-hmm. you know, and everyone's kind of like, oh, this takes place. And it's like, ew, I don't want to think about that. So I can see why you wouldn't want to give it stars, but I think you can rate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even well, thought whatever, about my what, rating. Whatever it is, it's impactful. <laughs> it's <laughs> impacted. Um, so... 
you know, I'll disagree with uh, the great Roger Ebert and say that this film is great. Wow. It's it's one of my favorite horror movies because it of the absolute unflinching commitment to a ridiculous premise while just barely betraying itself with subtle touches of dark, dark humor. Like, it's... We'll, we'll go into my my favorite scenes in it and, and I'll explain a little more yeah. why I love those yeah. so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... In a in a uh, much more acceptable way, like Butt Boy, is is kind of the same concept where it's this is a stupid right. concept, right? This is like a five year old on the playground, yeah, was taunting someone, and this is what they taunted them with. Butt Boy, Butt Boy, you're a stupid Butt Boy, and 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 uh, and they committed time and energy and the skill of hundreds of people i'm sure to execute a movie about sewing people's faces to asses hang on let me warm this up a little bit here ew 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 david ew no david oh my god ew david yeah um so you know it it walks the razor's edge of storytelling and utter <laughs> depravity and it's a movie that you only need to watch once because it's going to stick with you. The, this was the second watching, I think. I don't think I've ever seen it since the first viewing. And I remembered almost everything from it. Yeah, strangely, I think I could watch it again. Um, not that I would. Um, but uh, it's it's some sort of masterclass in something. Uh, there's a lot of... I mean, it's definitely, obviously, exploitation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is, like, to its core, uh, exploitation. It's also, like, um, uh, it's just barely, like, moving in the direction of, like, snuff film-esque territory. Like, you know, an attempt at making something so depraved, gross, and horrific that's so exploitational um, that it moves into this direction of like, oh, it's trying to be um, the the utmost pinnacle of depravity mm-hmm. um, but while being a very light version of that. You know, not a lot of is really shown throughout this movie, um, which made it... A fairly easy watch, mm. um, but it's the ideas that really make you heave, mm-hmm. um, which is it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, show don't tell or uh, tell don't show. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, no, it's it's show don't tell. No, don't don't wait, don't show it. Tell us about the show. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, <laughs> no. So yeah, I I mean it's well done. Um, the, I'll say this: the casting is brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. There's no other word for the casting of this movie. Um, it's and there's really only like one linchpin part. And the is... acting is su- somewhat all over the place. It uh-huh. can be terrible and it can be great. Um, but yeah, I, I will say I didn't. I didn't, I, I didn't uh, come away from it as. Um, horrifically grossed out as I thought I would. Uh, then again, like recently Carrie's been like, wow, you, 
you're able to withstand a lot recently, like a lot more than you were two or three years ago. And I'm like, well, yeah, I watched a lot of horror movies. Yeah. I don't know. You were you were uh, wincing a lot. You you were, I mean, you weren't like about to leave or anything. But when we watched it, like you were uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I was uncomfortable, sure, but there are certain. I mean, there was a time when I just turn off stuff where I was just, I don't want this in my head, right? But now I watch people get decapitated on crazy fucking videos all uh-huh, the time, right? So it's like, eh, right, right. Did you see on on that subreddit where the moderators were like, "Hey guys, um, you know, it's against the terms service for Reddit to have death videos. Like, we don't want it to become like, you know." Do you, you see that? Do watch you s- watch a person die subreddit. Do you see that one where the guy was on the motorcycle got and, and it hit the semi truck and went flying and his head came off? Uh, Yeah, in the comments it said that those were two separate videos. But yeah, that was fucking intense. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to if you want a wild ride and you just can't get enough of the human centipede, <laughs> go to reddit.com slash r slash crazy fucking crazy videos. fucking videos. Um, anyways, tangent. So, um, I'm unapologetic, unapologetic about my score for this movie. I think this is bonkers for what it is. You're bonkers. It's perfect. I give it a 10 out of 10. You're like a big, dirty raccoon, David. That's a uh, 10 out of 10, huh? This is definitely transcends genre boundaries. I'm, right. Well, I don't know that it transcends genre boundaries. It transcends boundaries. It's um, it goes beyond horror, really. Mm-hmm. It, it goes, yeah, well into uh, kind of snuff. Can you come out with stink like that? Poop, Your poop mouth. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think I'd give it a ten. <laughs> you couldn't live with yourself. Uh it's just it's it's not. Like okay, here's the question. It is hard to rate for for what it is. Could you see any changes that they could make to improve it? Um. Yeah, the acting at the start is is so uh just bottom of the barrel garbage. <laughs> um, and it really kind of it betrays itself as a movie mm. a lot. Mm. Um, whereas I think you know I I mean it's hard to. Uh, who am I to tell Tom Six what to do with his movies or to suggest that, oh, it could have been done better this way or that way, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, it's his it's his work and, and uh, uh-huh. it's his vision. But I will say that that acting at the start was just like, there were no second takes. It was pretty stupid. And uh, But when it got into, you know, mostly being a show about the doctor and then... <laughs> Right. And then you take all the bad actors and staple their mouths onto each other's uh-huh. asses. Right. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then, <laughs> then it got a little bit more serious and the tone really shifted. <laughs> okay. I can accept that. Yeah. Um, it wasn't enjoyable and it didn't make me feel anything other than uh, contempt and disgust. But it made you feel those things. <laughs> Strongly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think I'd put this somewhere between a six and a seven. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a movie. Uh, it's definitely ambitious, <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely uh manages. To, like at first, I was like, 
hot, an hour and a half. How, how in the goddamn world could this, this be an hour and a half long? And then it, and then at the end, I was like, oh, that's how. Yeah. Through a series of questionable choices on everyone's part. <laughs> and, uh, and me going, get out the house, bitch. Like, you know, it was mm-hmm. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Except it felt, like there were stakes when I had to say that. I was like, no, go. Right. <laughs> You're going to be put on somebody's ass. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Ew, David. Um, let's move on. Uh, before we get to spoilers, let's talk about nightchannels.com. You know, Christmas is coming up. And, uh, you know, we just, we just passed Halloween. But... For horror movie fans, Halloween never stops. And if you want to get a gift for someone that loves horror movies, especially, you know, some more deep cuts, no pun intended, go to nightchannels.com and they have the absolute best apparel t-shirts and hoodies of some of your deepest cut horror movies. You know, you know, we're talking about Human Centipede. Um, I'm not sure they have a Human Centipede shirt. But I know they have a sallow shirt, which oh, is yeah. almost the same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as they also have um, lots of occult, metal, and alternative uh, themed designs. But the most important thing is their designs you're not going to find anywhere else. Nowhere. It's uh, these these things are are incredible, and you can even choose their uh, new premium Bella Canvas shirts for that soft lived in feel right out the bag mm. right out the box and uh you know you go over there you pop a couple you you just browse you take the night channels challenge as we like to call it just look around and uh and you know you you'll tell yourself oh, i'm not going to buy anything but and you might not that that trip but in 10 minutes you're going to be back on your phone you're going like, to be heading God over damn, there that basket case t-shirt and when you load up your shopping cart load it up with five or six things you know get everybody covered for christmas and uh and use that code hmt at checkout to get yourself 13 percent off your entire order night channels has been super kind to us and it's because um you guys uh see value in their products so check them out also want to call out our sponsor, Shudder.com. If you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, you'll know that Shudder has been a longtime supporter of horror movie talk. So uh, you should check them out. They've got great exclusives. Uh, right now they've got Prisoners of Ghostland starring Nicolas Cage. Uh, they got several Shudder original series uh, like VHS 94. They have um, a Horror Noir a black horror anthology of six terrifying tales, as well as just a lot of classics that you're not going to find uh, anywhere else, like Exorcist 3, um, lots of cool stuff. So go to Shudder.com, and uh, for our listeners, they have a special offer. If you use code HMT at checkout, you get 30 days uh, in a free trial instead of the normal seven-day free trial. So uh, don't delay even though it's past uh, Halloween, you can still watch horror movies. And if you're listening to us, we know you are. So go to Shudder.com, use code HMT at checkout to get 30 free days of awesome streaming horror. Um, <clears throat> in our listener survey, a lot, there are some people that were like, hmm, they didn't like the commercials. No one likes commercials. No. 
And if you don't want to listen to them, there's a way to do that. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is, yeah. idiot. Go to our Patreon and uh, at a certain tier, I think it's, what is it? $6.66. And that's a month. That's the cost of a cup of coffee a month, and you get early access to our reviews, you get no commercials, and you get access to four or five afterpods a month. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, you help out the podcast on top of all those perks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Christmas apparel shopping, go to our uh, website, horrormovietalk.com slash shop, and you can buy a Horror Movie Talk logo tee or... Some of our stickers designed by Dustin Gobell. Speaking of Dustin Gobell, uh, check him out on Instagram. His his uh, screen name, what do you call it? Yeah, his, uh, his handle on his Instagram. Handle is at dgobel00, at d-g-o-e-b-e-l-0-0. He's our resident artist, and we love him dearly. Um, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Thanks again for listening. Let's get into spoilers. Spoilers! Why did we record this episode? Why, okay, why did we yeah, have to so... watch this fucking movie? <laughs> So we had, speaking of Patreon, uh, we had a goal to get up to 100 patrons, which we achieved um, a month ago, two months ago. Yeah, about a month ago. And the uh, gift that we're giving to first our patron patron listeners and then our general listeners is a commentary track. And the patrons voted on the Human Centipede as the commentary track that we should record. And it worked out great. Yeah, I think. I hope. I hope it worked out great. I hope it works for people that listen to it, and that there's not like any drift or anything on the audio. Let so, us know. So if so if if that if that's not super clear because it wouldn't be to me as a listener. A com our commentary. So what we did was we watched Human Centipede, and then as we were watching it, you know, we give you a a start time. We say, hey, press go, press play on the human centipede now, and you'll get to hear our commentary along with the, you know, along with watching the movie. Right. And, um, and so that'll be coming out in a month or so, uh, for normal audiences, but, you know, pretty much right away for Patreon. So if you are a Patreon member of, uh, of any tier, mm-hmm. uh, you get to hear that commentary track way earlier. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's our first time doing it, but I think it went pretty well, especially since it's one of my favorites and I, just delighted in it and it's david's first time watching it so it was a you wild get, ride you get the reactions live um and we'll do another one of these at 125 sure uh, 125 patrons if we can get up to that uh you know we'll we'll put it to our patrons what do you want us to do a commentary track on they'll tell us and then you know maybe you get to see human centipede 2 commentary mm-hmm. track Ugh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then I didn't take down notes while we were watching since we were recording the the commentary, but I, I, I wrote, don't think we'll need, notes. I wrote down a couple bullet points that we could talk about. I think the most important thing we need to talk about is Dieter Laser, which is not a character in the film. He's the actor that plays uh, the, the doctor. main doctor villain. And I almost wonder if they should have just gone with Dieter Laser oh, as yeah. the name of the doctor. Yes. Dieter Laser. Uh, hey, fun boys, get a room. 
It's such a okay. This dude is so German looking, mm. so German sounding. He's so angry. He, I think technically, I think he is Dutch. Okay, well, you know what? Okay, well, sorry, but yeah, it's what you would expect an evil German scientist to look and sound like. Let's I, just say that. I, man, just it, it, uh, it, it this is this is the most impressive part of this whole movie for mm-hmm. for sure. Is number one, the guy's name is Dieter Laser, <laughs> and then he's exactly the kind of. He, if yeah. he's not an evil scientist in real life, I am. I have no idea. He's an act. He's a. He is a, an actor who has a long laundry list of roles that he's played, uh-huh. and they're not all mad scientists. Mm-hmm. It's mind-boggling. Yeah, I. I almost wonder if Tom Six would have a career without Dieter Laser as as the scientist in this movie, because it is the linchpin of what makes this movie work. Um, and that's probably one of the things I enjoyed most was, uh, his performance, um, and his delivery <laughs> of these ridiculous lines. Um, so, uh, learn, there's a couple pieces of trivia that I learned from IMDB. Number one was the origin story of the, the concept behind human centipede. Okay. Tom Six uh, came up with the idea when he was joking that an appropriate punishment for child molesters would be to sew their mouths to a trucker's asshole, which is... Okay, so that tells me a few things Okay, about Tom Six. He has a strong sense of morality. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like children being molested. Right. He's one of those. <laughs> one of I'm what? pretty sure we can all agree that... We don't like children being molested. Yeah, but if you were to if you were to just show me this movie, I would uh, and and I had no backstory on Tom Six. I go, this guy probably molests little kids, right? <laughs> like, uh, there wouldn't there'd be a fifty fifty in my mind. Mm. I'd be like, oh yeah, it could be right. Just art. This is a depraved. I'll tell you what. The, one of the hardest parts about this whole movie to watch, bar none, was the artwork hanging on Dieter Laser's walls uh, yeah. throughout the house is just a bunch of either Siamese twins or operations operations of on little babies it's harrowing and so disturbing and does an amazing job of setting the scene almost makes me want to cry like it's so fucked up that a person would have little babies in differing states of agony as art on their wall. Ugh, it's gross. And uh, the other bit of trivia is that Tom Six uh, painted all those paintings. (laughs) See, what the fuck? (laughs) Like... He paint. Uh, well, he couldn't have. He paint. He must have painted the ones that were painted. But yeah. some of them were just photographs. Mm-hmm. Like, oh dear. Oh my god. Um, yeah, rough. Yeah, it's uh, it really sets the stage for uh, what's to come. Um, ew, no, David. So we're it opens up and we're we meet, um. The, the character's actual name is uh, 
uh, Joseph Heiter or Dr. Heiter. Um, and he is shown kidnapping a trucker that's taking a shit by the side of the road. Yeah. In the, like, again, again, this is like the start of this movie is profoundly clumsy. Uh It's really clumsy, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it takes a, it takes a minute for it to get to what's really going on. Cause he's like, he's, he's like waiting like a spider in, Mm -hmm. in a web for somebody to stop by the side of the road. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, how would he know that that would be the particular... That's a good question. Was he waiting in that spot hoping that someone would stop and take a shit? Or was he following very the simple. truck hoping that it would pull over and take a shit on the side of the road and not pull into a rest stop? It's very simple. This is a very simple answer to your question. He know like... That you know how you know how when you've gone down a route long enough, you just know right. all the. This t- is this twist. guy's shitting spot. Yeah, well, it, you just know all the good spots. You're like, mm. well, people will stop here to shit. Look at it; it's this perfect haven for shitting, and uh, and so it's just a matter of time, you know, before somebody gets out and takes mm-hmm. a shit in the woods next to the autobahn or whatever. The fuck. <laughs> right. So he he kidnaps a trucker, and we don't know anything other than he's bad because. Good people don't kidnap truckers. Right. Taking shit on the side of the road. One thing I also learned, truckers in whatever, Netherlands, Germany, they dress the exact same and look the exact same as truckers in America. Uh Which is kind of like Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, unlike (laughs) American truckers, they shit on the side of the road. I think American truck drivers have learned the art of shitting inside bottles. What? I just assumed. (laughs) They They pee in bottles all the time. I, uh... If you're going to pee in a bottle, I mean, might as well just work up the skill set to, to shit in a bottle, right? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Get one of those wide mouth Gatorades. Dodge a ball, dodge a wrench. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be a wide mouth. That's for damn sure. Uh, <laughs> well, while watching this movie, I realized that there's like a exact inverse of this movie. is, um, And it's actually uh, directed by Eli Roth is Knock Knock, starring Keanu Reeves. Have you ever... Do you remember that movie? Keanu Reeves starred in an Eli Roth movie? Uh Uh-huh. I gotta see this. It's pretty crazy. And I also didn't realize that one of the girls in this movie, in Knock Knock, was uh, Ana de Armas, which is like... She's super hot right now. Well, she's always been hot. But, I mean, she's like, in terms of... Yeah, popularity. Popularity, like... She was just in the new James Bond movie. Wow. She was in Knives Out. Um, anyway, she, she I didn't realize it was her that was in it. But yeah, Knock Knock <laughs> is the inverse of this movie because it's two hot girls showing up wet on uh, Keanu Reeves' doorstep. Throwing up poop and he's he's Keanu a family Reeves man. Butthole. He's a family man. And uh, they come in and basically attack him. <laughs> And this movie, Human yeah. Centipede, is about two American girls that show up wet on a guy's doorstep, and uh, he sews their mouths to some anuses. Yeah, de- definitely dead on uh, inverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, just FYI, Dieter Laser is is German. He's a German actor, right. uh, not Dutch. He is. Yeah. Oh. So take that. Well, um, I think they filmed in Netherlands because that's where he lived. I feel like if Eli Roth had made this movie, I'd like it more. 
Really? Yeah. Because there'd and be it, a little more humanity in it? There'd be a little bit more humor in it. I don't... There'd definitely be a lot of humanity in it. Yeah. See, I, I kind of like the lack of humor in it, because I think it really... It makes the... Yeah, you're sitting there fucking giggling like a goddamn yeah. sociopath the whole time. <laughs> okay, so let's get to my absolute favorite scene. So okay. this is, um, of course, like the iconic scene is him explaining what he's going to do to them. Uh-huh. And it's the perfect example of why I love this movie. It's so absurd. It's because he's in absolute earnestness and like slow methodical like he's gone through this speech hundreds of times in his head and just obsessed with every concept that he's going to be talking about uh-huh. and he's talking about how you know he's in medical terms you know because this movie is 100 percent medically accurate yeah. uh he <laughs> describes how he's going to uh attach three people together at the by making incisions and uh. and removing teeth yeah. and attaching their mouths to uh, an asshole but also so like snipping beca- their knee cat snipping their ligaments in their knees mm-hmm. so you can't stand up anymore and this horrific like just cuz you're you're viewing it in the from the viewpoint of the people that are going to go through this and this, you know, you just assume you're going to get raped or murdered. And uh, preferable. I would probably prefer that. Yeah. Preferable. I'd prefer to get raped and murdered rather than a human centipede. Be like the middle or last segment of the human centipede. First one, not no, it'd be too bad. I could live with it. I didn't go missing, David. The FBI knew where I was the entire time. They knew where she was. They were just toying with him. Um, okay, so the the most important part, though, is as he's giving this whole monologue, mm-hmm. accompanying it is his uh, overhead projection illustrations, which are <laughs> comically like childish. They're like. The, they're like gingerbread man versions of It's like people. somebody forgot to make the prop <laughs> until the day of. And and Tom Six was like, well, you just forgot to make it. What, what are we going to do now? And then he's, they're like. He's talking about like the in detail medical terms like mucosa and like all the, di- you know, all these medical digestive tract, you know, concepts. And you'd think he'd have like a real detailed, you know, diagram of of how, you know, the you know where the veins are and the arteries and and the nerves and and all that. Nope, it's it's literally just if I asked my four year old to draw a gingerbread man uh, whose mouth is attached to <laughs> the butt of the another, butt of another gingerbread gingerbread man, man. <laughs> uh, it would look like this. So. The juxtaposition of these childish drawings and the utter seriousness of the delivery of the lines along with the utter depravity of the concept. Well, but also the backdrop is important here. The backdrop is you have three people, captive audience, tied to bed in varying states of panic and anger. Right. Uh, Which... (laughs) 
Which really sets the the tone, you know. Yeah. It's like And Dr. Hyder is like calm as a Hindu cow as he's going through He doesn't even pay any attention to the Japanese guy who's like ah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Ah! And he's like, Okay, so we're what we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna cut you open, tinker with your ticker. <laughs> Give it to me in plain English, Doc. <laughs> um, yeah, so that scene um, just makes the entire movie it's for It's unbelievably hilarious. Yeah. Uh, un- I mean, I, I can't argue with you at all. I laughed <laughs> without intent. You know, it wasn't like I was... <laughs> and the fact that the entire movie is so humorless that it makes that point in the movie just elevated crushingly so much. funny right yeah it's uh <laughs> it's like wait wait you thought wait you pre- you prepped this like this is your presentation couldn't you just you could just take pictures of the dogs that he did this to right. you know he could have just shown pictures of the dogs it'd be like if steve jobs was unveiling the first iphone <laughs> And the pictures were just hastily drawn crayon drawings of what the iPhone looked like. Clearly done in MS Paint. <laughs> Specifically Microsoft Paint. With like the, with, with, in Microsoft Paint with the spray paint, uh, uh, you know, filter used a lot. Right. It's pretty thick. So speaking of, uh, actually another topic, uh, the actresses. In this movie. So the main characters. So this is the thing. They're not great actresses. No. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're amazing. They're, I mean, there's a varying quality of performance for the actors. They're, act- of, the, actresses. they're of the cali- caliber that I would, um, you know, I'd say they're, they're of the appropriate caliber to sew each other's mouth right. to each and other's I'm, asshole. And I'm just saying, like, it's kind of a film that doesn't really matter the performances at a certain point. Yeah, at yeah. a certain point, you're in a uh, you're in a done up in a makeup suit where you're literally just attached to someone's butthole. Mm-hmm. You're actually your mouth is terrifyingly close to someone's butthole, right? Uh, for a long time, I gotta imagine it is not a fun thing to go to through makeup for this, right? I can you imagine what the casting call was like for this movie? You're gonna be a star, kid. You're gonna be a star. This is gonna be your big break. You're gonna be naked. There doesn't be seem sh- to be for for the main character. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of sides. Like this doesn't have a lot of dialogue. You're gonna be naked. You're gonna be shaking them cans, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be strapped to a Japanese man's butthole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like the fact that okay, you're going to be topless for most of this movie, mm. like in a demeaning, like like the most horrific way. Horrific way. The the two actresses that are in it are like, I'm on board. I, okay. Now that I got you there. Um, I went to next Juilliard. Up, you're going to be walking on your hands and knees almost the entire movie. Okay. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be a Tyler. Uh, okay. Perfect. Um, did we mention your face would be attached to someone else's ass? I'm in. If it wasn't <laughs> sealed before, it's sealed now. <laughs> The kids love to eat ass. I know. I was going to say, does Gen Z actually consider this a horror movie? This is like a how-to. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a fantasy right. than anything. 
Um, I wish the two of us could be together. I want to attach my lips to your beautiful asshole and stay there forever. You can just feed me right out of it. Mm, I know you're delicious. <laughs> the kiss at the end really <laughs> seals the deal. Where'd you get that? So I was just like right after we watched this, I watched the uh, uh, the podcast with Dr. Drew and uh, Christina P. Oh, okay. I can't remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, late night. Late night. Um, and uh, they played this clip of this guy. This is a, this is a guy. This is his pitch. Like this is a pitch now. Like the the horrific plot line of the human centipede is like like no this is attractive i want to dude this is my this is my uh starting line on my uh online profile for for you dude some of the calls and some of the letters we get on hotline and advice podcast are they are they're of this caliber it's like i eat a lot of ass Mm. you know i find it troubling you know how my breath it, yeah, like it's just like we uh-huh. get some real depraved callers over there and it doesn't supr- yeah I, yeah this, this is weird down over the years this was a 2009 movie and now it's this is just mainstream right. media yeah like it wouldn't even be shocking anymore no. it's like when people watch uh you know the exorcist now it's like oh well it seems it seems so tame now yeah. well what i was are you just, talking about scary it's just a tuesday night i was a part of a human centipede last night I paid good money for that. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, um we keep I keep mentioning that it's 100% medically accurate because apparently Tom Six had a doctor or a surgeon Sign quote unquote off. consult on this movie so he could say that. That's part of the marketing material. Well, I think that's probably how they got the uh the makeup piece, right? So he's like so doctor <laughs> he made this is like i'll pay your hourly rate you know doctor what what would these incisions look like what would you actually have to do and that's why these incisions look so funny and weird uh-huh you know it, like you got this real long elongated like sm- flap yeah because that's that's probably how they would actually do it like you know ostensibly if you wanted to do this right um which so many do yeah um it's probably yeah how how they ended up with the makeup piece that they got. You know that's the thing about like surgery is um, it's it's not like you you want to assume that this is like oh yeah you know they you know they oh yeah no it's it's like this intricate you know and blah and that's all you hear is like the all the knowledge of like human anatomy so they can attach the. The veins. It's and, like a mechanic in the shop, man. And it's, it's like, literally bang, bang, bang. It's like hammers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the, some of the tools that surgeons use, it's literally like, you know, this is our medical grade hammer. Right. It's a ball peen. Right. <laughs> and you see some procedures, and you're like, that. We're just doing that, and it's like just like two steps away from medieval, <laughs> like bleeding. Oh yeah, it's this, like oh this, you want a gastric bypass? Oh yeah, we just cut out all of your insides and then attach these two tubes. Yeah, my uh, my neighbor uh, was before I got my vasectomy. Uh-huh. I I went over to my neighbor's house and he's like eighty. Uh-huh. And he's like oh yeah, don't. I was like I gotta get a vasectomy. He's like ooh, 
I was like, what's that? What's that little thing you did? And he's like, oh, you don't want to know. And I was like, well, now I have to know. And he was like, oh, well, um, yeah, I had a vasectomy done in the 70s, in the late 70s when it just wasn't a thing. And uh, and so you had to go to the um, the women's clinic in uh, in Seattle. That was the only place in the region that did this on a Friday. On Fridays, they'd have a, uh-huh. a thing for men. Um, and so I get there. And it's the morning, and there's a bench, and uh-huh. there's four or five guys on the bench ahead of me, and uh, so I sit down, take my place in line, and uh, they call the first guy in, first guy goes in, and within two or three minutes, he goes running out the door, running. And uh, then the line cleared up immediately. All the other guys just got up and, and went out the door. <laughs> and so it was my turn, and I was like, damn, Bruce, what happened next? And he was like, well... Uh, I went in there and they were like, hey, this is a dentist. Um, he's never seen this done before, but he wants to, you know, he wants to sit on, on the procedure. Can he, can he watch? And Bruce is like, yeah, sure. I'll, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and he said before he knew it, they had, you know, they. <laughs> I'm shuddering right now. It's like, this is, <laughs> this is a good episode to tell this story. <laughs> he said before he knew it, like as they were anesthetizing him, uh, they had handed the scalpel to the dentist. No! No, no, no. no. They had made the incision right, you know, above, you know, right above your, your ween. Um, and, uh, and they were like, hey, do you want to, you know, it's pretty simple. You just, you get this, you know, you grab this thing. It's the vast deference. And he goes, this? And he just whoop, pulls it a good two feet out of Bruce, you know, like, like spaghetti. Like he's, like, he's like whoop and like yeah you cut it right about there and boop and he just cuts it and bruce is like whoa 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 what what this guy's doing it this guy's doing it and he's looking at his insides coming out and uh and he's like whoa 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 and they're like dude calm down chill out it's okay like hey and then they just pushed it back in <laughs> Bryce is not his having it. Squirming Bryce so much is right sweating. now. Sweating. Um, yeah, they put it back in, sewed him up, sent him home, and uh, yeah, hasn't had kids since. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh man. Yeah, or if you, or if you see like um, the procedures where they're trying to like save a toe, or like, <laughs> or like they're trying to like create. A nose, yeah, or like a penis, yeah. They just sew it to some person's arm. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. We just the blood supply is right here, so you just like you're standing there with a dick hanging off your arm. Hell yeah, <laughs> like every day, <laughs> right? And <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, to say that this is like completely absurd is like, no, uh, I get, I could see this happening. Yeah, they really. <laughs> I like to see the arms. I like to see the arms. Uh, Man. Can you come out with stink like that? Poop. Poop mouth. Come out with poop out of your mouth. So, so yeah, he, he betrays himself. He, he tells, he's like, hey, you know, I had a dog. It was a three dog. Right. <laughs> and he's got this gravestone in his yard. Do you like, think that's the inspiration for the band Three Dog Night? I don't know what that band is. Oh, you never is heard that, of Three Dog Night? I, is that... It's kind of like a heavy metal band. 
Um, from the seventies. It's not heavy metal. Just it's kind rock. of Billy B- Billy Joel. Do you know Fog Hat? Oh yeah. It's basically like that. That's heavy metal, dude. Oh hell yeah! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Fog Hat's fucking heavy. Um. So. What were we talking his about? His three dogs. His three dog, yeah. yeah. He's got like this grave for his three hound, you know, in his yard. And uh, he gets, he, and you can tell he's he, real sentimental. You can tell he really gets off on watching them behave as one. Like, uh-huh. that, like this is where the care and like the effort comes into this movie because it could have easily just been a movie where they did this thing. Mm-hmm. But he's more than that. He's like this weird, perverse person. And, and his intentions are stated like the way he is, is stated really early, which is like, I hate people. I hate them. Um, and then, and then he's, you can tell that he's really engrossed in his work because all around his house is all this gross Siamese twin artwork or pictures of of separating little like little kids in surgery which is fucking horrendously weird and horrible Uh and then and then like the real kicker is he's so enamored Uh with like this thing that he's created like he's crying like when they're all crying when they've been sewn together, uh-huh. when they're like, realize what's been done to them and he's showing them a mirror and he's like, look what I've done. And they're like, oh no, oh no. And he's like, oh yes, this is so good. I'm so happy. Like that's the next level. Like that's right. transcendent of right. of the simple bullshit that this movie could have easily been. Right. And it becomes this weird like, Super perverse, uh, exploitational thing. Yeah, so they're they're all sewn together, and it goes. The head is this Japanese guy, and then uh, because the trucker wasn't compatible, um, and sadly, and then the middle girl, and then the end girl, and uh, it doesn't really matter, you know, at that point who's. What's the ranking order for the head, middle, and ass? Like, who do you think has the worst part of it? The middle or the ass? I, I mean, okay, so there's a few things going on here, and and follow me, follow okay. me, right? right? So the head is obviously the best. Yeah. You get to eat regular food. Right. You're not tasting someone's butthole all the time. Someone's you, licking your ass all you get, the time. You get to talk. You Someone's licking your butt all the time. Right. You don't have your incisors removed. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just obviously the best. Right. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so now the question is, middle or ass? Right. And, I mean, a lot of people will automatically say, oh, the ass is the worst. You're going to... But there's a lot of weird added benefits to being the ass. You're going to die first, uh-huh. which is obviously preferable. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously. And then also, if you're the middle, not only, when you have to move with this segmented thing, the person in front of you is tugging on your mouth... Uh huh. And then the person behind you is tugging on your butthole. Right. So you're the tensor. Like, right. You're constantly being just thrown into horrible discomfort uh-huh. and hoping that your coordination with these other two assholes, no pun intended, <laughs> is, is in sync enough to like not. I'm going to say the middle is the worst segment. I, I'll just say, throw one wrench into that is that the middle also gets their ass licked all the time. That's so, true. I mean, that's. Does that outweigh? You get to die first as the ass. Okay. So, 
We so I so the it's a uh, you have head to eat- is preferable then ass then middle right because because in the middle you still have to eat shit <laughs> right like you get all the drawbacks and none of the benefits right yeah it's a weird cost benefit analysis you have to do it's true I, I think it does pan out to middle being the worst <laughs> and that's why he chooses to as a punishment when the when the girl who ends up being the middle. Get, run, tries to run away and just fails so miserable. This is the most infuriating part of this movie. Right. Is this middle girl is so bad at getting away? Like she sits and dawdles and thinks about like, should I save my friend? Bitch, the best way to save your friend is to her go get the police. Is, her friend is unconscious. Like she's flopping on the. <laughs> that's another scene that's impressive because like, she's moving her at like one inch per two minutes it's unbelievably slow and then it cuts and she's at the top of the stairs <laughs> you're like so she's must she must have been yeah. dragging this friend for at least two hours a long time yeah it it was she had to drag her upstairs like it was such a poorly thought out panic move you know you know though it is real it is pretty real because Many years ago, I was in I was in night school. I was going to school for network administration. Carrie called me because there was a fire in the oven. <laughs> I'm at night school. She's like, David, there's a fire in the house. I was like, what? What are you doing on the phone with? Call nine one one. Call nine one one right now, please, please, please. Call, 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 call. Hang up. She, she called me. Uh-huh. I was Oh what this is this is What was on fire in the oven? The element uh melted. Oh. And um and so it you know, big gushing flames of fire came out, probably a little Jeez. bit of an arc from the electricity huh. as well. Yikes. Uh, <clears throat> but people panic. And, yeah. And, and when they panic they make b- real bad decisions. Right. Um there's there's a point at which like He's the doctor is feeding human centipede, uh-huh. and you know the Japanese guy doesn't put up much of a fight. He does bite him. Yeah, he does bite the doctor, but then you know he's like, uh, "I'm pretty hungry," and so he chows down on. I think it was like dog food. He was fed him or something. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's gross. Yeah, it's not good. And uh, and then inevitably, like the the scene. Where you're all, I mean, it's like Chekhov's gun. You know, if you're going to sew three people together in a movie, like, you've got to show the scene where the poop is transferred. Yeah. That was, that was, that made me gag. It's very effective. Made me gag. Right. I'm so sorry. Should I eat the cuttlefish and asparagus? I I pulled this clip. So this is, uh, South Park made an episode around the human centipede yeah. called the human centipad. Yeah. It was around like accepting the terms to the iTunes yeah. terms of service. Yeah. And then it, it, you signed off your right to be a human centipede basically. And so this is their a behind the scenes with them recording one of the scenes okay. from this. And it's, it's funnier visually, but it, it still comes out in the audio. This is Matt. This is Matt Stone and Trey Parker recording the the voice, the human centipede scene. Send iPad. I'm so sorry, Kyle, but I am starving. Which would you rather I eat? 
Should I eat a cuttlefish and asparagus or the vanilla pesto? Cuttlefish and asparagus? Very well, I will eat the cuttlefish. Need to eating sounds? Oh, yeah. That's a cuttlefish and asparagus. That's so funny. That's a cuttlefish and asparagus is not sitting well. Oh, no. Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish is about to come out of my asshole! Oh, here it comes! Oh, it's going to be a rot! Hold on, Kaido! I believe in you! That was so much fun! David, David, this is so awkward! Oh. It's going to be a rot. <laughs> so I can't I can't watch this movie now without thinking of that. Oh yeah. Scene. Now, it's, let's just take a moment to pay our respects to the the most perhaps the most brilliant comedy minds of of our generation. Right. Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Right. Like holy goddamn shit. Yeah, that's that clip is from this uh documentary of them creating one episode. Yeah. Was of South Park, six, and it's so insane. Was it six days to air. Yeah, is they the name of do it? it in six days, and they have since the beginning. Can you imagine being like the amount of power and money that you have from being the guys that created South Park, and still every week just going in and creating it from scratch yourselves? I, I remember when they found Saddam Hussein, like the when. This is a weird tangent, but I do remember the day that they found Saddam Hussein in that hole. Uh-huh. And then I remember like four days later seeing the South Park episode that reenacted the whole thing. And right. Re- and, and like, and I felt like I had traveled through time somehow. I was like, what? What's, ha- what's happened? What? What? Like, I was so confused and impressed with how fast it came out that I thought like a tremendous amount of time had passed. I was just like, you can't create a cartoon in this amount of time and get it on the screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, very impressive stuff. And but, they they talk in that documentary it's like, yeah, Simpsons are like family guy. They oh, they t- take months. Months and months. Yeah. They take it takes like nine 3 months, months to <laughs> do an episode. Right. Start to finish. They're doing it in 6 days. Yeah. And it just looks like they're scrambling. And you see it in their eyes like the first couple of days of like we got to what are we going to do? Yeah. You got to just come up with an idea. And they come up and the thing is it's crushing bangers right <laughs> like like way more apropos than anything family guy right. or simpsons comes out with. um so yeah <laughs> um bite my I, I love yeah so when he's the the japanese guy bites dr Hyder and uh he gets very mad and then the set my second favorite scene <laughs> is when they're out on the the grass and this is just a weird kind of a non sequitur scene but just the delivery of it and the situation just tickles my funny bone for some reason because they're they're out in the grass and dr Hyder is like in his full length lab coat and he's got these shiny leather boots yeah. and his like strop or what do you call it his crop riding crop sure the little yeah little thing that you hit a horse hit with. a horse with 
And he's just like, ah, I've got my boots on. Now, now feel free to bite it. Bite my boot. I'll say this. Bryce was gleefully happy throughout this movie. Uh, he was happy like There's, a serial killer would be happy at watching someone's the life fade from someone's some, eyes. There's a combination of reliving this movie that had such an impact on me, but also doing it to me live and watching David react to it. Yeah, That's I was one definitely of those that were, gagging at yeah. parts. Um, yeah, if you're not a patron, uh, you should go head over there and get early access to the uh, to the uh, commentary track. commentary track of us watching this movie because it's I do gag a lot. Yeah, so. Um, so the ending is pretty stark and that's that's kind of puts the the capstone on this movie is is how it ends because the last girl is like dying she's got sepsis <laughs> as one does yeah um and then the japanese guy it was her diet she was just eating too much shit i know you know you got you gotta eat good stuff i can sympathize right like, i eat so much shit yeah just junk yeah um and um the Japanese guy at the end. I can't believe you watch Paranormal Activity. <laughs> <laughs> it's killing me. I'm like, oh. <sighs> sorry, so, sorry. Yeah, we didn't. We never explained that. No. We so were yeah, we were supposed to we're, review Paranormal Activity next of kin, and I've been like excited about this one uh-huh. today. And so I said in passing, like I, but I've been talking to Bryce about this a lot. I've been like, Paranormal Activity, next to Ken. Let's get Paramount Plus. We're going to watch it. And then like he, like I told him what we're going to watch this week. And I just said Paranormal Activity. Uh-huh. So he just watched Paranormal Activity instead of, right. so we go to record next of Ken this morning. And he's like, I watched Paranormal Activity, the first one. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, there are like seven now. Yeah, it's true. So you. Yeah. Got to be really specific. Got to be pretty specific. Yeah, it's true. It is on me. It's uh, on me. <laughs> anyways, so I mean the the cops come and the only reason like the the cops exist is to kill Doctor Hyder, right? To make the ending even more hopeless. Yeah, because um, this all happens basically once cops come um, and are starting to find out what's going on. Dr. Hyder is panicking, and then also um, the Japanese guy at the head of the human centipede is realizing, um, you know, that this is hopeless. And out of spite, he uh, commits seppuku. <laughs> yeah. So he, he commits suicide by slashing his own throat and uh, ruining the centipede. The centipede. Um, further proving that the middle is the worst right because this girl has a dead her dead best friend hanging off her asshole Uh and a dead japanese man hanging off her mouth right and she's just like what's up like yeah the cops walk in they're like whoa 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 what's going on in this room it's like the shining times a million and uh yeah and then dr Hyder gets he kills the police and also gets killed by the police. Right. So it's only middle girl that's left. And then it just cuts to black. Yeah, but you got to figure backups coming. You know, they, they the the police know that where they're at. They just went and got a warrant. Yeah, but that'd be a couple days. Probably. No. no. You, you think hours? Oh, my. It, it, yes. Hours at best. Probably more like a half hour. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, if that's that's why uh, that's why the radio exists. You're constantly checking in, and telling your location. And if you go dark for a little while, it's there is a big deal made of that. Yeah, they come looking for you right away. So I wonder how could you survive all that poop in your being mouth? attached to two dead people? Yeah, yeah, I think she lives and uh, probably doesn't want to. I'm trying to think of the. It's a horrible universe. It's a truly because like you would be sharing the same. Uh, you never really went into like oh touche touche. That's a good point because they're they'd no longer be pumping blood. Oh yeah, I bet you die pretty quick. That's a good point. Mm. Oof, gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really disturbing universe. That's for sure. In thought, and uh, I'm told that. Human uh, Tom Six got a lot of shit from true horror fans for this one who were like, this isn't that bad. Because I think a lot of mainstream press got a hold of it and made a heyday with it being, you know, because if you remember back in 2009 when this came out, there was a big hubbub about this movie. It was like, it's the grossest movie ever made. And a lot of hardcore horror fans were like, no, there are way grosser movies than this. This doesn't show anything really. And so Tom Six out of spite was like, oh, you want... You want the worst movie ever made? I'll show you the worst movie ever made. And then he made Human Centipede 2. And I've listened to some interviews uh, by people who were on production for that. People who were on production doing special effects for that. And they said, when I watch it, I throw up. These are the people who made the movie. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's definitely a disturbing universe that he's made. Yeah. It does make me interested in his other movies though. That's right. For sure. Um so yeah, that's the human centipede. I think I think everyone's gotta watch it. You think sense. everyone's gotta I watch it? I think this everyone movie? needs to watch it. Everyone needs to watch Human Centipede. Yes. Your mother, your grandmother. Why? To what end? Because it deserves to be known. Wow. You really you really think that? No, not really. No. Yeah, the only people that would really enjoy this are people that are like, just want to be viscerally disturbed. Sadists. Yeah, just like, or people, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I put myself in that. I think just like the the um, the sick delight of something just utterly depraved and done in such a serious way. And having just super, super dark humor. I think that's, I think there's a sweet spot. Ew, David. It is the darkest of humor. Like, the blackest black. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd have trouble recommending people watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say if, yeah, if you're looking for shock, um... This achieves it without animal cruelty, necessarily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's your recommendation. There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to a new game I call Head Middle Ass. Okay. <laughs> we've already set it up because we've discussed which one would be better. I so love- <laughs> this is basically like Mary Fuck Kill, uh-huh. except the human centipede version. So I'll give you, and you can you can come up with a trio for me. Like okay. we can go back and forth. I, right. It really doesn't matter who. Like it can be completely random, or it could have a theme. Uh huh. 
but I'll give you three names. Right. And you have to decide, okay. Mary fuck, kill style, which deserves to be the head, which deserves to be the middle, and which deserves to be the ass. Okay. I mean, no one really deserves it. But if you were to, if you're forced to make a human centipede, who would you put? Right. Got got it. Okay. So first, first up, just to show you, you know how how random this can be, and like I'm really curious of the criteria in which we would grade these people. Okay, first up, Tom Hanks, Jennifer Aniston, and Michael Sarah. Ooh. <laughs> I <laughs> I think I would enjoy the the stupid inane banter that came out of Michael Sarah's <laughs> mouth the most. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to Michael Sarah in interviews and stuff, so I'm going to put him in the head. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I really like Jennifer Aniston a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Kind of would like to have sex with her. Uh-huh. I mean, if she'd have me. Right. Um, I wouldn't cut her kneecaps or anything like that. Right. But if I had to, <laughs> I mean, non-consensually, you wouldn't do it. Uh, no, right. no. But I'd put her at the back. You want to okay. be able to stare at that booty. Oh, you know? Okay. And then Tom Hanks, whatever. Just put yeah. him in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good sport. He, he's a good sport. <laughs> ah, I have one for you. Okay. Uh, do you? How do you think? How do you think I did? I think that's, I'm not, I wouldn't be far off. I would put Michael Sarah at the front because I don't think he eats that much, you know, and I just have sympathy for the other two. Right. Because they're America's sweethearts. Yeah. You know, but I would do uh, Tom Hanks at the end because he would die quicker and, you know, he's had a long life. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston, I'd like to give a fighting chance. Oh, yeah. Okay. White Knight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got one for you. Oprah, <laughs> Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Ooh. Rich and powerful people. Rich and powerful people. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is this is hard. Yeah. Um I'd put Oprah at the head. Okay. Because I think she'd make the best out of the situation and have some inspirational, like, words uh-huh. that I think might be able to talk her out of the situation. She might be able to talk Dr. Hyder out of, you know, out of unattaching them. I'll you know, give you eventually. some poop and give you some poop. <laughs> I would put um, Elon... Uh-huh. Oh, where would I put Elon? Hmm. Gosh, this is hard. The middle and the end is the hardest part. Yeah. It wasn't for me. I just want to see that Jennifer Aniston <laughs> back there, you know? Mm. I'll put, you know, I'll put uh, Elon Musk in the middle. Um. Again, wow. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say fighting chance, like... If there's a way for him to survive, I think he's got 
more work to do. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Bill Gates at the end, he's going to die for... Again, he's had a long life. Like, his his death will, you know, establish, you know, hundreds of charities, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know? And, That's a good point. That's a and, good point. Uh, yeah. Give me your next one. Okay. This one is the uh, the final girl-themed one. So we got Laurie Strode. Yeah, yeah. Nancy Thompson from sure. Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure, And then Ellen Ripley from Alien. <sighs> okay, so this is this is a little easier. So, El, or, um, <clears throat> yeah, Ripley I would want at the front because we want her as the most mobile. She's mm, capable. Ca- extremely capable. Uh-huh. She went up against a whole different species in space. Right. And repeatedly came out on top. Uh, she's... Ahead of the pack. Head of the pack, for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, I think... I think I'm going to go with the same thought process. I'd like to see Nancy at the back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know? And then, uh, and then Lori... You know, she's a fighter. She's a fighter. Uh-huh. So we're going to put her in the middle. Right. You know? Yeah. A lot of... And actually, she's... Lori Strode is pretty similar to the middle girl in this movie whereas like she had plenty of chances yeah yeah bitch was asking for it fucks it up every single time yeah yeah you know but there but the good thing about this lineup i think there would be the least amount of crying true you know these are tough girls yeah they're tough and finally nancy could get some shut eye yeah 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 (laughs) or would freddie torment her in as the human centipede. So there I was sleeping on her ass. <laughs> you got another one? Sure, yeah. Uh here we go. Eli Roth. Okay. Tom Six. And the Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this gets out, you know. Yeah. To the queen. Yeah, yeah. She retweets us. Um They put me at the head, because I am the head of state. Or country um i'd put eli roth at the head <laughs> just because out of those people he's the one i enjoy the most okay uh tom six is in the middle because he deserves it for coming up with the entire concept right and the queen is at the end again oh. long life like and she's she's used to you know just existing off of other people's work right yeah what's your give me your next one i like this next one you got okay the next one is the uh the classic trio (laughs) freddy krueger jason or michael myers wow wow um wow i feel like so if you put this is interesting because they're masked yeah I, i feel like if you put jason or michael at the front there's just going to be, I mean, this is going to be right. no, the quietest centipede right. ever. But if you put Kruger at the front, then, you know, prime time, bitch. Um, I mean, even, I mean, the whole concept was to punish child molesters and it would be kind oh, of a tragedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Freddie at the back. That's a good point. Right. Freddie at the total back. Um, I feel like, I feel like. Jason probably uh at the front. He's my boy. Mm-hmm. Um 
And there's no way you're getting you're sawing through that hockey mask. It's just right. It's too, it's too thick. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's you're not going to have any problem getting through that uh, my, William Shatner mask. So mm-hmm. uh, Michael in the middle. There you go. So would Michael's mask be like rolled up over his nose? Well, or Michael, it, just I, cut it. No, you you just take it off. Oh, okay. And then, uh, oh yeah, no, you cut. No, that's a good point. Just leave the eyes. Just cut. Yeah, yeah. Cut b- below the eyes, and, there you go. and give them a little eye hat. Okay, I got one for you here. Okay, here's a good one. Steven Spielberg, <laughs> George Lucas, uh-huh. Michael Bay. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean Spielberg at the head. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's the greatest director, little fanboy guy over ever. Here. You know. Yeah. Um. We'll say. Say Michael Bay and George Lucas. George Lucas has really fucked the Star Wars name a lot. I'll just throw that out there. I mean, he's one of the he's the richest director on earth, <laughs> and also he deserves none of that. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but I don't like Michael Bay at all. I respect him. I don't know, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Michael Bay at the middle. Mm. Um, and because I I hear he's a huge asshole. Really? Set. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we uh, I'm Facebook friends with a with Michael Bay with a guy that works on movies like all the Marvel movies and, and a couple Michael Bay things. But he said like he had some stories about Michael Bay that just sounded awful. This is news to me. What? Yeah, he's a huge asshole on set. No, wait. No, the part where you're friends with somebody who works on like big Marvel movies and stuff. Yeah, he's like um he does like the digital video so they can watch it How do you know back this on person? set from high school. Really? Yeah. I'll be. Okay. And he was Mormon. There you go. Um, anyways, uh, so yeah, George Lucas at the end. I mean, I have a little more sympathy for him. I mean, yeah, sure, people blame him for a lot of bad things, but he created Star Wars. Yeah. There wouldn't be Star Wars, there wouldn't be Indiana Jones without George Lucas. Yeah, but still. Okay, what's your last one here? Okay, this one, this one's this especially for you. This, so this is a paranormal activity. Oh themed one this is tough so we got katie from the first one yeah christy from the second one and then skylar is the babysitter from ghost dimension i can't remember skylar very well i do remember the ghost dimension pretty darn well or go skylar wasn't the babysitter she was um the mom no she was the oh the the hot yeah. Teenage Yo, girl. Yeah. Ooh. Look, I look, it is I love Katie. I I mean she's she's if you were to ask me in all in all movies ever, who's your who's your A number one? Uh-huh. It'd be Katie. Yeah. From Paranormal Activity. You know, it's weird because it seems like it's your your wife is not that far off from Katie, well, in that's my opinion. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Just chasing that, chasing that dragon, right? <laughs> Ooh, just thinking about it, got a chub going. Um, I don't know. What I wish the two of us could be together. I want to attach my lips to your beautiful asshole, 
and stay there forever. You can just feed me right out of it. Mm, I know you're delicious. Sounds like he's in a diner. Uh-huh. Ugh. Um, I, I don't know. I, I love you, Katie. I'd, you get to be the front for mm-hmm. sure. Um, mm-hmm. Skylar's beautiful. She gets to be the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Poor Christy. Christy's the middle. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. Don't get me wrong. And she does a great job in all the movies. But uh, just don't, just don't, uh, just don't have anything in common with you. <laughs> so there it is. All right. Well, Ed. that's our uh, head middle ass. Can you come out with stink like that? Poop. Poop mouth. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. So, uh, yeah, that's our uh, episode for today. Thank you for joining us again. Please go to our website, horrormovietalk.com, and take our listener survey and give us some feedback. Um, If you like the show, please subscribe and leave us a rating and review on either Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That helps us out and gets us seen. Um, Yeah, anything else? Um. If you guys would like to help us out, you know, do so by becoming a patron. Um, That helps us directly. It gets you a ton. I mean, we do more work on our Patreon than any any other podcast out there. So um, you're definitely getting your bang for your buck. And it's just for the cost of a coffee per month. You get to help us out in it. And it really does help a lot. And if you sign up for an annual subscription, you get to save 13% on on the cost of that subscription so consider that as well all right thanks everyone we'll see you next time bye looking for a podcast full of burps and gas perverted cast skinny and fat look no further horror movie talk is accidentally funny begs to donate money fake sponsors for dummies and so much more new episodes every hump day they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay patreon members have it your way vote for a movie every month for the review chop a chop don't just stare at it eat it like a taco put your tongue through the phone hoodie picasso look at them hot kids swear not a pedo got me too with cosby eating jello pudding pops done gave price flatulence train addict addict dave does it Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rum. Ten kids, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bag gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scaring no no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie, Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict, Dave does it. 
give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy, it's dinner, rob, nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle, machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shutter and jump scares. They fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shift the ass, they spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.